0: Welcome to the Miracle Momentum Podcast. My name is Allie Porter and I'm a wife, a mom with four kids, an author, speaker, motivator, and a believer. This is a Christian podcast that teaches you how to create abundance with God as your CEO in life and business. You will learn how to create Miracle Momentum in all areas of your life, in your faith, mindset, family, fitness, and even money. It's all about recognizing God's hand in our lives. We are co-creating with Him. He is our life and business partner. Join me on my journey as I share with you how I keep God at the center of it all. Get ready to be inspired, believe, and receive. All right, guys, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys here today. And I am really, really, really excited because I have a special guest here with me today. This is Nicole Rodmacher. I'm so excited for you to be here and I want to tell you guys a little bit about her before we dive in. We are going to be talking about um, self-worth. We're going to be talking about how we are daughters of a heavenly father who loves us and how we need to show up more and to be able to receive miracles in our lives, how we need to know whose we are and have our self-worth. And, um, So Nicole is a community builder. She brings ashes, she takes ashes into beauty. She is a social media strategist, a content creator, and she loves to help mompreneurs to help them to, you know, create their awesome, awesome businesses. And she also, of course, makes beautiful babies. (laughs) She's She's a mom of two kids and she is very strong in her faith. And that's why I wanted to have her on here today, because it's all about growth. It's all about progression. And so today, Nicole, I really wanted to touch on, um, like I said, self-worth. So when you hear the word self-worth, what does that mean to you and how has that impacted your life and your business?
1: Yeah, like my immediate thought when you say self-worth is always like, dun-dun-dun, like it is such a heavy word. It's, It's like one of those things, it's like we know it's the holy grail to happiness. And yet we're always second-guessing things, especially as a mom, right? Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I I completely agree. I completely agree. And so before we, like, dive in and get to all the, you know, meaty stuff, which I'm super excited about, guys, we could talk for hours and hours and hours, so I promise we won't keep keep you too long, but can you tell me a little bit about your background and kind of where you've been and the experiences you've gone through and how that's shaped you know who you are today.
1: Yeah. You know, I love that you asked that question because as you were introducing me, I was like, wow that it's not even like enough to like people are always gonna want to know how you got from A to B, right? Mm -hmm. Like I didn't go to school to do any of this. Like I think my degree is in like art history. And then I even went back (laughs) to school to be a dentist and now I'm not even doing of those I know wow. it's just like shows you how life really takes you where you're supposed to be if you trust mm-hmm. so Definitely. yeah but I'm I'm not gonna sugarcoat things because I really do want to get down deep and like nitty-gritty so that we can really help as many people as possible but um my story isn't necessarily the prettiest like I have had a, I've been divorced I've gone through really hard depression because both times in my marriages, like I wanted to be like that good, faithful wife. And so I was like, oh, I'll let me support your business. Right. Mm-hmm. While putting mine on the back burn- burner or on hold. Yeah. Which meant down the road when things kind of were falling apart, I was like, now what do I do? Like I literally have nothing because I've spent most of my, time and energy and focus trying to help you further your career, right? And so I think my passion stemmed from just helping women. I know divorce rates are rising in America and especially in um, church settings, which is precedent for our time because we've never really seen that before among people of like Christianity and other faiths like that. So I was like, I know that there's a lot of women who feel the way that I do about um, how are they going to support themselves or their babies? How do they get to stay home and do it? And so I have found there's a lot of women like yourself or probably people that are listening right now that have really great ideas. They have a business plan. They like get it, but they're like, what, how do I even market this? How do I make it pretty? How do I do this? And that's kind of where I come in and where I really want to help people is like, let's just help each other grow and succeed so that we all can um, have the lives that we want. Right.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I, and I think that, you know, hearing your story and all the things that you've gone through, oh, it just blows me away every time because I just, I, I feel like you know, we all have our own stuff that we came here with or that we, that all the things that we've experienced, right? And those experiences have shaped us into who we are and and have led us on a certain path. And the thing that I want everyone to realize is you don't have to, you don't have to be stuck on that path. There's like a whole world that can open up to you when you're open to seeing yourself as God sees you, you know, and I think like, I think back to, you know, how you were talking about your, your divorces and, you know, your, your feeling of uh, limited self-worth in, in all of those experiences and like the feelings that came up for you and stuff. And I think about my life and the things that I've gone through with failed, you know, businesses and, um, you know, my, my self-worth was like totally, non-existent for a while, you know, and how our self-worth can be so tied up in our accomplishments and in our, in our marriages, right. In our, with our kids, in our, uh, you know, just that kind of thing. But really, really our self-worth is, I don't know, would you say that our self-worth is more our connection with, with our maker, right. With our father in heaven.
1: Absolutely, I 100% agree with that. Like, you have to know who you are in Him because life will throw you curveballs. Mm-hmm. You know, life will tell you that you're not good enough, or like the situation will tell you that, right? Mm-hmm. And if you know who you are and that you are uniquely made in His name, you can more own your story as opposed to running from it. Mm -hmm. And I know both of us have spent time like pretending our failures never happen. And like, (laughs) we would not talk about them.
0: Yeah. We just ignore them. And we just, we're just like, Oh, this, well, I'm just going to move on. I'm just next thing, next thing, next thing. And we don't take time to like uncover
1: all of the stuff. Well, and it's, and it's about owning it. It's about owning your story and realizing, like you said, that, your failures, your unique path has made you who you are. Like I look at, um, like one of my divorces cause I've been married twice and, and it was really difficult, but I was connected to people that became my lifelong friends that I could not do life without them. And I know had I not been married to that person, I would not be where I am today. I wouldn't have met those people. It wouldn't have helped boost my career when the time came. And mm-hmm. so I look at those situations and now I can like own it with like this badge of honor that I just like mm-hmm. wear on my sleeve, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, like proud mm-hmm. of it. I'm proud of like how far I've come.
0: Mm. And and you should be. And I and I think so so many of us, we look at our our circumstances now or our situations and we say, oh, you know, well, because of this, because of what I've done in the past or because my circumstances have been this, therefore I am less than, right? I am, I am not worthy to receive the blessings that everybody else is receiving or I'm being punished for something because of my past mistakes or, you know, that, that kind of thing because, we yeah. We
1: talk really fast because I feel like this is just tying in, Yeah, but I think we need to address perfectionism. Oh yes, please, please. It's like, it's, it is like the root of a lot of these problems is this like, like failure was so scary for me or identified my self-worth and failure because perfectionism was my problem. Like I wanted, um, the fact that I had like, A divorce on my like record of life, like made me feel not good enough because of that failure. Instead of having this perfect life that I set out to have at the age of fourteen, right? You like
0: yeah, yeah,
1: what your life is like at at fourteen, and then you're like, I'm going for it. That's it. I'm an adult now. (laughs) I'm ready to go going (laughs) for it, and then not realizing life has its own journey in store for you
0: what do you think, how do you think perfectionism ties into self-worth? What are the, what are the things that you feel really hinder people when they focus so much on perfection?
1: Well, I think it limits you. I think perfectionism is a word almost that's like unobtainable. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, how do you even define perfection? What, what does that mean? And d- does it look different for everybody? Like, mm-hmm you know, my standard of perfection for a project could be different than your standard. And so what makes mine more right than yours? Mm. I always tell people who are recovering perfectionists like myself and me. (laughs) Yeah. I I always say it's excellence. You're striving for excellence, not perfectionism because perfectionism is what holds you back from actually putting it out there Mm -hmm. or putting yourself out there or putting or like going to the next step where excellence is saying, I have done this with excellence. I'm proud of what I'm doing and I'm moving forward in faith.
0: Mm, I love that. I love that. And actually I'm, I didn't even think about that, but I'm actually going to change my vocabulary because I always, there's a phrase that I would say um, way back because I, because I was a, a struggling perfectionist and now I'm a recovering perfectionist, but it, it was, um, practice perfects progress. And so instead of practice makes perfect, you know, practice perfects progress because we're here to progress and to grow and to change and to become who God wants us to be. Um, but I love, but I always still felt like there was this gap, and we were talking about this the other day,
1: but remember the the gap of where we yeah, are current conversation last night. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh, this is so good. It was so good. Oh, so good. <laughs> so
0: we had this huge breakthrough. So the the gap of where you are currently and where you strive to be. So I love the word excellence because that for us high achieving women, right, who know that we're called to do. More and we are wanting to build God's kingdom through either our businesses or through our philanthropy or through our kids, like you know, raising our families, whatever it is. We have this like goal that we're trying to reach, but we are constantly stuck because we are saying to ourselves, Okay, well, I'm here, but I want to be here, so we're never going to get here. We're automatically putting ourselves in this uh, what word is it? Deficit. We're putting ourselves in this, this failure mode before we even start because there's this gap. You want to explain that a little bit
1: better? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I think that you explained it really well, but it's like when we tell it like us high achieving women, like you said, like we are goal getters. We slay all day. We know where we're going. It can sometimes be really frustrating to be like, Why am I not a billionaire yet? I just really don't understand it. Like, I know I'm a good person. I'm going to do really good things with that money. I am going to further this world like no other. It would bless my family like crazy. And and we'll get stuck in like, why am I not here? Why am I not this high achieving business entrepreneur? Why have I not met my goals? And it's great. It's great that we're looking ahead, but automatically by comparing ourselves Currently, to our future self, we're already implying by doing that that in the moment right now we're not good enough.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and when you do that, when you put yourself in that space, you are always going to be left wanting. You're always going to be feeling like you aren't worth. You're you're not worthy, or that you're. Um, that you're always failing or not even failing, yeah. but that you're not progressing, that you're just stagnant, yeah. that you're stuck. You know, how many times yeah. have we said,
1: I'm stuck? <laughs> you know, I've said that to you more times than I've said anything else. <laughs> I, know. I know. And that's, and that's why we're there. That's why yeah.
0: we're stuck because we are, because we, we are we're comparing ourselves to our future self. Yes. I love how you, I love how you say that we're comparing ourselves to our future self. So what do we do in that in that space to help us to see who we are, who we really are and love who we are right now. Like what can we do to bridge that gap and to allow God to, to come into our lives and show us who we really are?
1: Yeah. Uh, that's a good question. I think step one is just awareness because like how long have we lived? Like Allison and I had this conversation yesterday, y'all. Mm-hmm. So yes. it, we've been living our whole lives, comparing ourselves to our future self, asking each other, like, why do I feel so stuck? Why am I not growing? Not realizing that that's already implying that we are not where we want to be and that we're failures and that we don't have that worth. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I think awareness and just paying attention to the way that you talk to yourself is step one.
0: Yeah. And I also think too that if you think about it, because we're high achievers, because we want to, we're, we're looking for For God's approval, almost we're trying to prove ourselves, and so we try to do all these external things. We try and, you know, like I wrote a book, I had kids, I, you know, try to be a good wife, I try to, you know, we have, uh, you know, I've created a podcast, Nicole has created a course, like we've done, like so many things. And by the way, Nicole's worked with like some of the most high achieving people that I know, like, uh, well, I don't personally know them cause they're like superstars. And so, but she gets to work with all these like amazing, amazing people. But isn't that interesting? Because at the end of the day, you look at all of your accomplishments and you're like, the hole is still not filled. I still don't feel worthy. I still don't feel like I
1: am enough. Yeah.
0: And so you try and fill the hole with like external
1: accomplishments and yeah. it doesn't work. Yeah. And I'm going to bring up another conversation that we had, because I think this is number two, the second oh, perfect to be aware of. Um, Allison and I are doers. We are achievers. We are go-getters. And I'm sure you listening are the same way. Otherwise you wouldn't really be listening you're always looking to better yourself. And we were talking about self-worth and this exact question came up. How can we be with self-worth and not have to do anything? Because we always Mm -hmm. think that there's attached a to-do list to something that we're trying to do. Like that external, what can I do to prove that I have this self-worth? What can I do to like talk to Heavenly Father about my self-worth, right? Mm -hmm. And I think we concluded that it's nothing do nothing and just sit with your own self worth. Yeah. Do nothing. Literally don't even write anything down. Don't try to jump through 10 hoops, just sit there and listen to who he, how he sees you.
0: Yeah. And unconditionally receive his love. which was really hard for me because I've always been a conditional person without realizing it. Like I felt like I always had to earn something in order to be loved or to, you know, have recognition or whatever. Like I always felt like I had to earn it.
1: You know, I, I felt the same way too. And I think the shift happened for me when I started saying to myself, do I believe the words that heavenly father says, because it says we don't have to earn it. It is Mm -hmm. a free gift and, um, we just have to accept it. Right. And that, isn't that the hardest part is accepting the truth that we are perfect or good enough right where we're at, even though we are not where we want to be yet. So again, it's that comparing to our future self.
0: And what was the phrase that you, that we said, instead of saying, um, you know, I, I want to, what was the, Oh, what were the phrases instead of saying, um, yeah, I wrote I them want, down. Okay. What were they?
1: It was, um, I'm right where I need to be. Mm-hmm. I am enough right now in this moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Focusing on the moment because so many times, so many times we focus on, uh, you know will help me to be the person that I want to be help me to progress, help me to you know uh, reach all my goals or whatever it is that you're saying like help me to become better like because and and i and I get what people are saying when they say you know we're human beings right um and then other people will say well we're human becomings right because have you ever heard but that I phrase that. no, but
1: I love that oh, yeah so, I, so you not know, said that to me before. I <laughs>
0: I don't know. But so human becomings. And I really like that because um, I like both of them. And I think they both have their place because if we, we have to be a human being first before we can be a human becoming, because if you're always striving to become something, then you're always lacking in something and you have that, that gap. Yeah. But yep. once you accept and embrace and fully love yourself for where you are right now, that's when the springboard can happen and you'll be able to progress forward and you can start becoming the human becoming. Well, and right? you're
1: closing, you're closing the gap.
0: Yes. Like yes.
1: It, you're making it smaller and shorter when you accept yourself and where you are right now.
0: Yeah. 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 And, and when it comes to truly loving yourself it's not again, it's not tied to your external self. It's it's tied to within. It's tied to whose you are, which is a daughter of God, right? Yeah. And when we focus on you know God and we focus on Jesus Christ and we focus on on those people, those beings who have given us life and who have atoned for us so that we can become perfect, even though we are flawed and we fail all the time. That's where our true self-worth comes from. It's not
1: from external things. Already perfect. And that's the thing is like, we are perfect and we're striving for excellence. It is, we are striving to move our perfectionism. I don't want to say perfectionism. We're striving to move our perfect being now to a more refined, perfect being in the future.
0: Yeah. Mm, I really like that.
1: Like Regardless of where you're at, you're right where you're supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know, according to his plan. And you have to trust that. hmm and trust mm-hmm. that you're going to get to where you are hoping and you have faith that you're going.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. I completely agree.
1: Yeah. Wow. What What would you say, Allison, to the people who are out there who are thinking self-worth? I, no, wait. I could list a million things that I don't do well that I need to be working on. You know, like, what would you tell them on how to switch the focus from the things that they're not doing or the things that they're lacking to this side over here where it's, I am enough. Like
0: what? Could well, do? Yeah, I what think you've done. Yeah. So uh, something that I've done is, I mean, just like what the, what this podcast is called, it's called Miracle Momentum, right? We're, we're creating this momentum instead of looking at because Mom- you can look at there's like two sides to a coin you can have something so that circular motion can be either a cycle something that you're stuck in that you can never get out of that's horrible and you hate it and you're just like oh I'm in my cycle again and I don't know how to get out of it and all this stuff or you can look at it as a positive where you're like okay well this is momentum and this is this is me creating momentum and I'm I'm progressing and'm I'm, I'm getting better and I'm um, improving and I'm loving myself um, but the difference is is you're switching the the meaning that you're putting to something so for example if you're right if you have a list of a million things of all the things that you feel like you're failing at or the things that you're not doing well and you're like look this is proof that I am NOT doing what I need to be doing right now and, and this is proof that I don't have you know that I'm not worthy or I'm not enough or whatever I want you to switch that, and I want you to see that everybody has those those things. We all have those things, but it's the person that chooses in that moment to say, am I going to look at this as the deficit? Am I going to look at this as the gap? or am I going to come over here and start writing down the things that I am good at the things that I yeah. do well the way that God sees me versus the way that maybe the adversary is is wanting me to right. think about myself and so when you when you switch that and you say okay I'm going to focus on the good things just like what I did where I started to write down all of my miracles and my blessings that I have that gave me more of the same and I started to look for those things in my life versus always focusing on the things that I was struggling with, right? And not that we don't want to progress and we don't want to like make our, our weaknesses, our strengths, but honestly, if you, you have to focus on your strengths first, because then that gives you the ability to then tackle the things that you're struggling with.
1: I love that. I absolutely love it. I know a while back when I started working on self-worth, um, we had to do this activity where you wrote like a hundred things you love about yourself. 100. hundred, y'all. That was really, really hard.
0: I don't even know if I got it, it to a hundred. So
1: it was hundred, you know, um, but I did it recently. Okay. Um, I did it a long time ago when I first started working on it. And then I just did it recently. I flew through the list. I could think wow. of a million things that I was good at and that I loved about myself. That is awesome. So I think it really is like, if you can take the time and sit down and write a hundred things that you love about yourself and just the act of doing it alone. Like, I don't know if I necessarily went back and reread it all the time, but I found it very, very helpful just to write that down and like, listen and really dig deep into my et- I, I'm not saying this very well, but it allowed me to dig deep into who I am and connect with my original spirit, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. My original yeah. purpose, and then I was like, I was pulling things out, but I was like, wow, I didn't, I didn't know that about myself, mm-hmm. right?
0: And and I think that's the beauty of it. If we're sitting in the space of lack, because really lack is just we've made that up. Like that's actually not a real thing. And so yeah. if we're sitting in that space, you know, that, that's not where God sits. God sits only in abundance. He is only surrounded by miracles and abundance in anything and everything. Uh, and so we need to sit with him and not by ourselves. Yeah. And again, that's where the self-worth comes in. And, and then some people may have, and, and this is why I love to talk to you, Nicole, too, because we, we all have our different paths in life and, and our different, like, life experiences that have made us who we are, mm-hmm. but some people may be listening and think, well, you know, maybe Nicole's been divorced, you know, maybe Allie had some stuff with her business, but my thing, my issue or my past or my traumas or whatever are so much greater than that or so, so no one could possibly know what I'm feeling or what I'm going through. hmm so what would you say to that person that just feels like, well, this is all great, but my stuff is just too, too far out there to be able to truly be able to heal in, in just writing down good things about myself.
1: Dang I feel like you're asking me a really personal question because I, I've been there and and that's the crazy thing is, I mean, I can't get into all the things, but like I've been in an abusive relationship. I've been, And, you know, I, I, there have just been a lot of things that I've, I've gone through like life experiences. I was like, I want them all, like, give me all of them. I want to grow so hard, I guess. Mm -hmm. And, and there have been times where I'm like, you have no idea what I'm feeling because like I've had this series of unfortunate events that have happened in just the perfect way that caused the deepest amount of pain that I could have ever explained right? And I mean, even to the point where I felt suicidal at times, because I was like, I am such a failure. Like, I don't know even how I got here because I got straight A's in college. I was like, I was going to make something of myself. And then the fact that I had ended up so broken, so alone, so all those things, I was in shock. I didn't even know how to handle it. And The one thing that I would say is I started fearing my choices, fearing that even the tiniest step in the wrong direction would make my life worse because already it was like as worse as I had. I could not even fathom that my life could be as bad as it was. And so that created anxiety for me. I was so afraid to make decisions. I could not even go to the grocery store and pick out like, orange juice because I was so afraid I'd pick the wrong orange juice and somebody, my kids or my husband would yell at me because I didn't get the right one. It was, it was a miserable place to be in. And I remember feeling like I'm behind a wall. And I remember my mom telling me, uh, Nicole, God cannot direct a parked car and you are just, you're not moving. You are so afraid to even move that you're just stuck. And I ended up long story short, I ended up making all the wrong choices. I was like, I don't even know if God is real anymore. I don't even know, like, screw it. I'm not even going to pretend to like, I believe it. And I went crazy off the deep end. I was just like, I'm going to just do all the things that everybody told me not to do because it would mess up my life. Like I really can't mess up my life any more than it is. And I look back on that situation because miracles happened to me when I was the worst person I could have humanly been. Right. And God still performed miracles in my life. And that is when I was like, oh my gosh, I am so loved right where I'm at because like, I'm like getting tearful because I was like a horrible person. I felt like a horrible person at the time. And, uh, And he would still perform miracles for me. He would still do things that really blessed my life. And I got out of that hole. And I just remember, like, if you are stuck behind a wall and you are a parked car right now, he just wants you to get around the wall. He has, he could care less if you choose to go right. That's like the right path and righteousness. Or if you choose to go left and you just throw your hands up in the air and say, I give up, I don't even care anymore. Because the point is, is when I let go and I gave up, And I, I chose wrong. I got around the wall though. And he was able to kind of like push me so lovingly and gently back to where I am today, where I feel like a million dollars. And so I would just tell anybody that feels that way, like just move. However is best for you. Like don't get caught up in like, well, this, I know this isn't going to work out. Or I know that I should be doing it this way. And I just can't like, the, that's
0: what grace is for i totally I, I i mean i can't even wow wow i I hope you guys were listening as nicole was was speaking because it is in those times of feeling like you are completely alone and you're completely stuck and you're completely you know not able to move that the, the, the adversary that Satan can have is hold on you because he doesn't want you to move. He wants you to stay stuck. Mm-hmm. But like Nicole said, you can move either direction and he will get you back on the path, but yeah. you have to move. You have yeah, to do something. Don't be
1: afraid. Don't be afraid to move because you can't make a wrong choice is my, I guess my ultimate thing is God will direct you back to where you need to be.
0: Wow. I just, I've just been so, so blessed by you today, Nicole. Seriously. I, and guys, I hope, I hope Nicole will come back <laughs> on the podcast because she rocks. And because, you know, I, I hope that, I hope that one of you, I hope that someone was, was blessed by this. I hope that this connected with you in a way, and we, we actually said a prayer before we started this podcast, because we really wanted to be able to, to touch, to touch um, someone that needed to hear this, and I truly feel that God has put each of us on this earth for a reason. He, He has given us our own abilities, our own experiences, good or bad, for a reason, because he wants us to help other people to get through things that we have. Oh, thank you. He wants us to be able to bless other people because, um, because that is what Christ did for us, right? He turned around and he lifted us up. And so we need to turn around and lift the next person up. And so you may be asking,
1: no, like Allie, that like you can't lift anybody else up if you're not lifting yourself up first.
0: Correct. Yes. And so it
1: is that same thing. Like you can't pour from an empty cup. And so the, again, it just ties so perfectly into self-worth and like fill up your cup, ladies. With? Do it for you with self-worth. Yeah. with and then, and then you can help others.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And that's where, and I say that all the time about, you know, you can't, you have to fill your cup with God's love and then you can overflow that into others. And so if you're feeling depleted, if you're feeling like, you know, I, I just, I don't know where to turn. I don't know what God wants me to do. Just sit and, and like sit in your, sit in his love. Like just, just literally sit down, close your eyes and envision him, you know, hugging you and, and just loving you. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's as simple as that because, and, and as you're doing that, have a conversation with him and say, you know. Heavenly Father, I miss you. I love you. I I don't know where I'm supposed to go from here. And he'll tell you. He'll tell you where to go.
1: Well, and I, again, my advice is you can't fix what you fake. And it wasn't until I told Heavenly Father how much I hated him (laughs) and how mad I was at him and all the things. And I really let that out. Like, I was not nice. I was not a nice person. Thankfully, he forgives because (laughs) I was mad, but it was in that moment where I was real. I was real with myself. I was real with my emotions and I was real with him that he was like, okay, now we can, we can move. And like, again, like, no, I'm not proud of the fact that I told off Heavenly Father at all, but I am proud of the fact that by doing that, I was able to move around a wall that I had been stuck behind forever. And we and now have a real relationship.
0: Yeah. So don't be afraid to to talk to him, to be open, to be honest. He wants that from you. Actually, he already knows that that's how you're feeling. Yeah. He's just waiting for you to come and tell him so yeah. that you can get over it. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. I love it. This was such an amazing, amazing conversation. I always learn so much from you and I just... I'm just praying that this helps somebody out there.
0: Oh, I uh, totally agree with you completely. I was getting chills the whole time. Oh, so good. So you guys, I really hope that this has helped you. And again, Nicole, do you remember the the step one and step two that we were talking
1: about earlier
0: to yeah, recap? We
1: have step one is just be aware. Be aware of the things that you're saying to yourself and be aware when you catch yourself comparing yourself to your future self, because that's, that's creating that gap. Um, number two, don't do anything, sit, sit, and just love, love, love yourself. Let heavenly father tell you who you are and love yourself. There's nothing you have to do to earn it. And if you're a person who thinks there is something you have to do to earn it, um, that's the perfect exercise for you to sit and do nothing right. Um, and I think third, we talked about just do something like if those are not working for you, write a hundred things down that you love about yourself, make a different move that you would have never made before, right? Because God can't direct a parked car. So just move and then trust that he will guide you to where you need to be.
0: Oh, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. And I, I second that I, I have nothing. I mean, you wrapped it up perfectly. I I'm really, really excited to, to move forward in my journey too, to be able to continue to have my self-worth and to know, you know, whose I am and the mission that he has put me on this earth to do. And I know that you and I have both talked about that and I'm excited to see where your mission goes. Cause it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Ditto
1: girl. Ditto. Ditto. <laughs>
0: Awesome. Well, thanks guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to get in touch with Nicole, uh, Nicole, will you tell us how people can get in touch
1: with you? Oh, so awesome. Yes. I have an Instagram. That's where I love to hang out on Instagram and it is just my name. So you can find me at Nicole Rodbocker. Awesome. And awesome. Spell my last name. Cause it's a doozy. It's R A D M A. C-H-E-R. So that's kind of where I hang out. And then you can connect to all my other social links from there.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming, Nicole. Thank you for spending time with us today. And we can't wait to have you back.
1: Okay. Well, thank you. All
0: right. Have a great day, guys. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you find this podcast inspiring, please share it. And if you could head on over to iTunes and leave a review, I would really appreciate it. It helps me to get the word out. And if you're looking for a way to dive deeper with me, join my free community. It's called the Miracle Momentum Tribe. You can find it at www.m2tribe.com. Until next time, stay inspired, believe, and receive.